you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 2017 Pro Bowl vote is here. It's time to vote for the NFL's best players to earn their spot at Pro Bowl, where the best meets the next. Help your favorite player earn a coveted spot on the Pro Bowl roster. Vote today at NFL.com slash Pro Bowl vote. Going to the hurry up offense. First down, 31 seconds left, no timeouts. Snap to Dak, looking right. Fade, right side of the end zone. Touchdown! It's a touchdown! It's Bryce Butler. In Cleveland territory, play fake. Mariota dropping deep, stepping up, throwing deep. Kendall Wright all alone. What a catch! Wright grabs it. Touchdown, Titans! Takes the snap, back to throw. Zips it over the middle, caught by Odell! He's racing across midfield. He's to the 40. Breaks left to the 30. He's to the 20. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Giants! 66 yards! That 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 sounds about right. It does. That sounds that that's some good highlights for this morning. Oh, where's Shaq? He's not here. But let's get to it. Welcome, Mr. Dave <laughs> Damashek Football Program. I'm MJD. This is Ike Taylor. And it's always presented by McDonald's, McDonald's All Day Breakfast. Make sure you guys get you a do you McGriddle? Eat a McGriddle. I like to do a sauce muffin with, with no egg and a little hash brown with some jelly on it. I gotta have a hash brown with my McGriddle. You got to, right? It's a must. Man, let's just get to the hurry up. Ike, you ready to do this? Yes. All right. Are the Cowboys rookies one and two in the MVP vote? I don't know about the MVP vote. But I know for the Dallas Cowboys team, they're one and two on this team as as probably one of the best players on that team as a rookie. Well, I think I think they have a great case. Reason being is last year the Cowboys didn't win a game without Tony Romo. Correct. Now they've won, uh, what, what five, five? Right. And not only have they won five, they've won two or three without Des Bryant. Two. So That's, Dak Dak and this young boy Zeke are, are doing their thing. I mean, they wanted to go back to the old. Dallas Cowboys back in the day with Emmitt Smith and, and the Michael Irvins. Now they have really transformed that offensive line into being a rushing offensive line, let alone a good pass-blocking offensive line. Now you have a guy in Dak Prescott who can pretty much do both. He's a dual threat. Right. He can run and pass, but he'll rather throw than, than, than run. 
and Ezekiel Elliott, like you always say, running backs like to get in the rhythm. And he's finally getting into that rhythm in the preseason. He barely played, and everybody was scratching his head. He started off slow the first two games. Now you see what the man doing. He's leading the league in rushing. Yeah, no, he's at 700 yards. And the one key, I think, about the Cowboys we haven't talked about yet uh-huh. is that defense. defense yeah. But but you know what? I'm glad you said that. When you have when you have a team who's tied with Philly, who's tied with Philly in a time of possession, right. time of possession, meaning your defense gets to rest a little bit longer. Now, when your defense rests a little bit longer, it means the other teams who's sitting on the sideline of the offense, they get a little antsy because right. they want to score quick. Now you're planning to their hands – that's key. That running game in that defense has been key for Dak and the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that defense is playing at all at an all-time level. No question. Let's get to number two. Uh-huh. Let's talk about who's going to win the AFC West. Now, we both made predictions beforehand. Yes. I said Kansas City. I said the Raiders. Right. Right. Well, what are you thinking right now? Well, we, we, we both sat down and talked about it, man. The Kansas City Chiefs, man, 3-0 on the road. Meaning, man, it doesn't matter what we play. Right. Like – Location doesn't matter. Give us the time, and we're going to be there, and we like our odds on winning. 2-0 and in a division. Right. But if you look at the points allowed on defense, you look at the Denver Broncos, you know they got a solid defense. Exactly. The Kansas City Chiefs, man, 102 points allowed on defense, the best in their conference. Quietly, they're making their case. Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, I've always wanted – I felt like the Raiders had the ability to go, but they're young, and they're, they're getting better, and I think – in the long run, they'll kind of take over the AFC West. Correct. But their Achilles heel, their yeah. their kryptonite is the Kansas City Chiefs. That's one team that it, it's been tough for Derek Carr and the Oakland Raiders. Even when I was there, it was a tough game to win. Right. You know, now, we beat them at home, and then we end up losing to them uh, in Kansas City. But it's just something about that Kansas City defense that just doesn't fare well with Oakland for some reason. Like, is it Peters coming back home? Is it uh, Derek Johnson? Like, who is it? Who is that guy? Um, and I, to be honest with you, I feel like it's Poe. Pose a guy that it doesn't allow him to run the ball the way they want to, and when you can't rush for 100 yards against the Kansas City Chiefs, it's going to be tough. And you're talking about a Denver team who just lost to San Diego. Two in a row, right? Two in a row. There's something wrong. There's something going on up there. You're talking about a Broncos team who can't run the ball anymore. Right. A Chargers team who, I mean, their coach is just trying to figure this thing out. So it looks like it's a a really a two-horse race, not a three-horse race. I don't see Denver improving enough throughout the season with Trevor Simeon. if they can't run the ball in order to win the division. That's that's Denver. We we, we know Denver defense is going to be stout, but Denver can't play catch up. That's not how they're built. They're right. not they're not built to play, hey, we can score 18 points in the third quarter, 18 points in the fourth quarter. They like to have a solid lead, let the games be close, and rely heavily on their defense. And their defense like to score points too. So when their defense isn't scoring points or their special teams isn't scoring points, it's hard for the Denver Broncos to win ball games. Yeah, you know, it's crazy you say that because uh, Oakland, his, his defense hasn't played well. Correct. Uh, Kansas City's defense is starting to play well. Correct. And then Denver's defense, they just can't play. Like, their defense is well, but their offense is so bad. So, really, it comes to who's going to have the most complete team come December when it's time Man, to make that a run. Man, AFC West is, is pretty much a toss-up because you have the probably the best team with a losing record, and that's the San Diego Chargers. Man. You know, so them boys are two and four, but they didn't lose what four games under fourteen points. Right, wind up winning against the Denver Broncos, who everybody probably thought they was gonna lose to. So, man, you got good teams in the AFC West. You just don't know at what time. Or uh, the Oakland Raiders, they inconsistent right now. Or Denver Broncos are inconsistent. 
the San Diego Chargers, they've just been inconsistent throughout the year. But quietly, man, the Kansas City Chiefs just chipping away. Man, they're making plays. Now, let's keep it in the AFC and talk okay. about the second best team because we know New England. We Right now, I mean, let's just be honest. Tom Brady came back, you know. Tom yeah. Brady got nieces and nephews. <laughs> he got got a lot yeah, of he, them. He, and, and, he baby wiping people. And he, he's coming back with a vengeance right now. I mean, no he's, question. He's doing his thing. Gronk is playing well. Ben is playing well. That team overall, I mean, you don't even have Jamie Collins on the field and you're playing well on defense. But we know they're the number one. Who do you think is number two? And let's go through some guys. Well, I, I kind of mark some guys down. I mean, the Broncos. You think the Broncos have a chance? The Broncos are to- a toss-up. They, they've been inconsistent. Uh, the Steelers, your go, your guys. The, the Steelers have been very inconsistent on the road. Now at home, they they play lights out, right? But you leave you leave the house, you can't cut the light on. Oh, no. <laughs> the electricity bill isn't played. All right, uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. We've been talking about the Chiefs, man. I like what the Chiefs doing just right now. I'm not gonna put them. They still in that. They still in that toss up with me. Yeah, you. I mean, we got to see Alex Smith do a little bit more. Correct. You know, you can't rely on your running game all the time. Correct. Even though I always want to rely on the running game, but Alex Smith's gonna have to win a couple. And we saw by himself. They, yeah, yeah, we saw what he did in Pittsburgh. It didn't didn't look well. Correct. Uh, Oakland. Oakland, a, a team for the future. Um, they got a good shot. I think they're two years away from being that team we all think they're gonna be. Right. Houston. How about Houston? Houston, man, they four and two. Four and two. They they, they it's all, all these all these teams we're naming have good records. They just inconsistent, MJD. Yeah, ugly. Uh, ugly forward two. Ugly forward two, but they forward two, so I can't knock them. Yeah, it stank. But I think, and I think we both think, the Buffalo Bills, man. Quietly. We we looked at Coach Rex Ryan like, you know what? You're pointing the finger in the wrong direction because your team – Preach. Your team is scoring points. Yeah. Because I was one of those guys. Like, oh, yeah, he using the escape go. He, he trying to save his job. They 0-2 right now. He trying to save his job, so he going to blame the OC for that. I was dead wrong. Dead wrong. I'm right there with you. <laughs> dead wrong. I jumped in the ship with you. Yeah. We're going to go down to the ship together. Yeah, because it 4-0, right? Since. Yeah. Since I mean, the departure. I got a chance to watch them uh, play their Los Angeles Rams in L.A., and it was hot. Nine degrees outside. They flew in Saturday. Usually when you go that coast-to-coast trip. Two days early. You go, you go Friday. No, they right. came in Saturday, right? Shady McCoy comes out there, 140. 150, whatever it might have been. Right. I mean, it was it was unbelievable watching the way they run. I think the thing about it is the team and what Anthony Anthony Lynn's done to that offense is right. that he's using Tyrod's legs not only to help the running game but to help the passing game because when you put that ball in Shady's belly and you still have that chance for him to run and he could drop back and throw that deep ball, that's what's killing teams because, I mean, they're throwing the ball down the field and they're taking shots. And Shady's running like a madman right now. Well, one of our employees, the guy who worked with Bucky Brooks, has great insight with the Buffalo Bills. And he was like, man, they simplified. And the offensive coordinator asked his two top players, what do y'all like? So I know Shady, he's known for being in the shotgun, especially in Philly. But Shady told his OC, man, put me in a dot. In a dot meaning Put me right behind the quarterback right. where I can see the field. Put me seven yards behind everybody so I can see the lanes, so I can get my pads square, so I'm, so I'm able to have a two-way go. That's been one of the differences. And Tyrod Taylor, man, he's starting to use Tyrod like how Mike Shula was using Cam last year. Right. So, you know what? 
since I like my two dual threats in the backfield, since I have my two dual threats in the backfield, I'm going to run the option sometimes. Right. Y'all, either Tyrod is going to keep the ball or I'm going to pitch it to Shady. So y'all got to make your mind up defense what you want to do. You know, sometimes when you're aggressive as an offensive coordinator, you simplify the, the game plan, but when you have an aggressive play like the option, right, where right. you have your quarterback and you're pitching it and things like that, it puts a defense in a, a, defense in a bind because no they've question. never done it. And then also, it doesn't hurt to have a running quarterback as a running back. That's one thing that I think people fail to realize. You talk about Vince Young with Chris Johnson, right? Right. You talk about uh, yeah. uh, Jonathan Stewart with Cam Newton because yeah. when you have a running quarterback, you know this is a defense, you always have to account for that guy taking off. And, it's, and, and usually you, you can account for him or you don't account for him because you usually don't look at quarterbacks as a threat. Um, now you have a threat in the Tyrod and the Shady, right. man. It's it's kind of scary. Man, I tell you what, Ike, I think it's time to start the show. Time to start the show. Time to start the show! Hi yeah. and hello, football fans. <laughs> I'm Maurice Jones-Drew. <laughs> MJD is what they call me. It's my dog, Ike Taylor. And... We're taking over the Dave Damashek football program because what? Shaq is sick. Shaq is sick, but you know what? This is the Dave Damashek Show football program presented by McDonald's All Day Breakfast. I love it, man. You know, I, I can eat breakfast all day. I'm trying to cut it down, though. I'm a breakfast guy. Y- are you? So I can eat eggs all day. What? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I guess we got to start hanging out. But look, Shaq is sick. Right, he, he's he's not feeling well. He has what we like to call the Lawrence Timmons flu. If you guys didn't see yes. the game, LT. Uh, LT wasn't feeling well in Miami. The they humidity the got check. to him. Yeah, and he, yeah. you know, Sheck is already sick because Ben is down. The Steelers lost, and, and that made it even worse. He caught that bug. So <laughs> we're gonna take over for Sheck today. We want to make sure everybody's uh, getting a chance to listen, watch. I want to say it's iTunes, um, NFL.com. I know it's streaming. YouTube. YouTube. Make sure you guys go and, and, and check us out. NFL now. You know, this might be something they like to call a Wally Pip situation. Hey. If you like it too much, make sure you call and leave a comment. Or two. Or three. <laughs> because uh, me and my man Ike, we're, we're, we're currently trying to get this thing going. But let's get to it, Ike. You know. Shaq usually likes to start with our intros. Right. And I, I like to start with them as well. Let, right. Let's just get to yours. I, well, I kind of got accustomed to it. At first, I didn't like it. But can we give the Ike Taylor intro first? That's the best thing. Yeah, man. You know what? It's kind of growing on me. It should. You know, Shaq, you know, first I thought Shaq was being funny. Yeah. With that, because he always get his little chuckle when that, when that came on. He'll get off beat, trying to move and dance. But it, it, I'm, I'm getting used to it. I can dig it. I love it. I like the end, too, because this is a, it's a blank face, and they put your face on it. That makes. But you know what? One of my favorites also is MJD Intro, a guy who played with Jacksonville and an Oakland Raider. If he would have played a year longer, he probably would have been in the Hall of Fame. Let's get an intro for MJD. Hey. Well, thank you, Ike. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Straight out of Oakland. That's where he's born and grown. Drafted by the Jaguar. Addicted to the insult. Now he's all with Damashek. Yeah, that's his new home. So call him Maurice. Okay. We all call him MJD. 
that was awesome. That was beautiful. I I, I can't help but thank uh, everybody who was involved with the video. <laughs> Make sure you guys check it out again. YouTube, <laughs> iTunes, NFL dot com. Make sure you guys go out there. I want to say Stitcher as well. Just 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 go check it out. It's awesome. But let's get back to football. Let's talk about Monday night. Right. You know, um, I I had a bunch of Cardinals on, on my fantasy team. You know, I felt a little down. But the Jets, what's going on with them? I mean, if, I feel like Fitzpatrick isn't doing well, but it's not just Fitzpatrick. That defense isn't playing well. Right. They can't run the ball. Right. They're trying to force feed Brandon Marshall. And then I saw your tweet. I saw or not, not your tweet. I saw you were crying out loud last night on on the Monday on the Monday uh, night post game. Post game. Yeah. You talk about Gino. You know, don't don't do that. Don't Fitzpatrick me. Don't don't get in the game and do exactly what Fitzpatrick has been doing to get him sat down. And that's throwing interceptions, especially when you're losing that much. And all you got to do is check down, you know, get go ahead on, get out the stadium. Yeah. But I get it. And then again, I don't. So <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, Gino, man, just just help me state my case why I want you to play. And and don't state the case why other people saying, see, this is why he's not playing. But just at the same time, seeing what the Jets are going through, points allowed. 164 points total. Points points scoring, 95. You you, you haven't even cracked 100 yet. The 100 yet. You, you can't score. You can't score on offense. And I think Reggie Reggie Wayne made a great case with with the Jets not using their tight ends. You know what I'm saying? Tight ends are key in the red zone. Right. Our tight ends are 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 the blankets. For a chain mover, you know, quarterbacks love going to their tight end. They'll fail safe. Right. You know, they feel very comfortable. Either you're going to check down to your running back coming out the backfield or you're going to look for your tight end because you know he's going to rebound, big body a guy, and get the first down. They don't even use their tight ends. So I get that part. Then on the flip side, your secondary who has been hurt, right? they've been giving up big plays after big plays after big plays. Uh, last night they had a lot of penalties. Too last night, penalties. too many penalties. Last night, uh, Fitzpatrick had his career year last year, right? And I think as a player, you kind of knew that. Um, to to a fan, you know, he might have been a savior so right. far for the New York Jets. But that's Fitzpatrick. Like what you're seeing now, that's his. That's just him. Like no disrespect to him, but that's just Fitzpatrick and what he do. Uh, him getting paid. You want everybody to get paid. Can't knock him getting paid. Get I'm glad money. he held out. Get your money. Because it's hard playing in the league. It's very hard. But at the same time, it's a reason why you're a relief pitcher in all other teams. Right. It's a reason why you throw 15 picks in, in, in just about 13 games. Right. It's a reason why guys sit on your routes. It's a reason why – you you throw picks in the red zone. Right. You know, you, you're leading the league in picks in the red zone. You're not helping your team. So, Fitzpatrick, and the reason why I'm talking about Fitzpatrick, because quarterbacks are key to any well, team. Well, I think the biggest thing for me is they're, they're not using their personnel right. Why am I seeing Sheldon Richardson play middle linebacker, right? right. He's a defensive a tackle. He's right. a DN in your 3-4 scheme. Why not put him down there and then run a, a 6-1? Getting or, too cute. Yeah, you're getting too cute. Two – you, you, you can't run the ball. Your offensive line's banged up. You let your whole line go from a couple of years ago when they were really good. And then three, 
you don't. You're not even giving yourself a chance if you're just throwing it to Brandon Marshall. If you're force feeding Brandon Marshall, it's, it's never going to work. Right. You know. And so I think you have to find ways to move him around. You know, I saw some chance where they had Matt Forte and Bilal Powell at the same time. That was some good stuff. But you have to get ahead of the change in this thing. You can't play this air attack football if you don't have enough weapons out there. It's it's a guy you pick up in off season. I think, you know. Jordan Howard, so far for the Chicago Bears, has been doing very well. Yeah. I, I talked about this guy in the draft. You and I talked about this guy in the draft. So I like what I'm seeing with Jordan Howard, the running back over there in Chicago. But I would love to see what a Jordan Howard and a Matt Forte would have done. Would have looked like. So you have a Matt Forte you pick up in the offseason with the Jets, and you rarely use him. You know, this this guy himself is a dual threat. Right. You no, know, he, he can come out of the backfield and, and be a mismatch problem for outside linebacker or safety. Also, he can run the ball. So you only give the man, what, was it 15 carries last year? I mean, 15 carries last I, night? Whatever they did, man, it just it, it wasn't it wasn't good enough for us to keep harping on. Cause it, this, this is another team who doesn't have an identity it, on either side. Exactly. Now, it's time for us to get to the uh, – Thrill of victory or agony of defeat. One of our famous, our, our favorite segments here on the Dave Damashek football program. Can we can we get the little music going? I love it. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Old school. And that's like an old school. No question. Uh, like one of those old war movie type, you know, songs. I, I love that. I love that <laughs> so the best week. The best wins of week six, man. Who who, who are you talking about? Like who are you looking at? Oh, uh, the the best win. You know, I had the Chargers beating the beating the Broncos Thursday night. Thursday night game. Uh, I think the Chargers probably the best team with the losing record, right? Because of how they lost. Um, I think just Denver. Nobody would expect Denver, even though they went on the road, Denver to lose twice. But I think teams, well, yeah, teams ever since that Atlanta Falcons right. game, they kind of understand, you know, at least let me try and figure out a way or use this way what the Atlanta Falcons did by bringing out the running backs and putting the running backs on linebackers who are not used to covering and safeties who probably in the box safeties. Right. And when they get in open space, it's tough. It's really uncomfortable for those guys. Yeah, and also their pass Denver's pass rush isn't getting there. But then two, you gotta remember the Chargers are saving lives out there. I mean, they're saving jobs. You talk about Mike McCoy, who he knew if they'd have lost this game, he was on the street. Yeah. And and all those coaches knew as well. So he saved himself another week. That that was big. See me, I'm gonna go I'm gonna be a homer today. I'm gonna be a homer because I, I haven't had a chance to praise my Jaguars enough yet. Okay. But to come from London, have a bye week, and then go to Chicago, even though I know Chicago isn't playing well, but there was one matchup in the game where Jalen Ramsey was playing. I mean, he played against Alshon Jeffrey the whole day. And did his thing. And grew up. Yeah. He grew up. Battled. Right. And Jeffrey's got – you know, you talked about Calvin Johnson. Right. When you had a, a battle with Calvin Johnson, Ike, and, and how he got a, a hold of you in the first half, and then the second half you shut him down. Right. That's what happened there. Right. I mean, that there is exciting to see a young team grow, grow up in front of you. Now, obviously – can't stop the turnovers when the ball's thrown to you. Got to catch it. Right, right. You have to be more explosive on offense. Uh, but it was good to see Chris Ivory get a touchdown. It was good to see these guys run the ball a little bit more. I think they're starting to build confidence in a division that's a little eh. Right, right now. You know, we don't know what Houston is. Smash the exotic Smash Mouth. Can we get the the uh, music for Exotic Smash Mouth, please? Because <laughs> that that's one of the my favorite you teams. Might as well be walking on the sun. Yeah. Hey, you, you know what? Just 
And just to piggyback off of what you were saying, MJD, they were down in the game, 14-3. Yeah. You know? So when you're down on the road and you're able to come back and win on the road, says a lot about your maturity in the team. And I think the head coaches felt good about that. Yeah, now they're going to try to piggyback piggyback on that. But the other thing is, you know, we're starting to see these these teams that we thought were going to win start to lose. Now we got to talk about the the worst losses in week 6. I mean, who 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 do you who do you have as as your worst loss? Cuz I I mean, there's some bad ones. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to go with the Steelers. You know, but th- th- there's a there's a record Ike of of Mike Tomlin it's twelve against- fourteen, twelve and fourteen, but still, you know you 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 still got everybody before Big Ben got hurt. You had Big Ben, Lev Bell, um, D'Angelo Williams, AB, and you're only putting up you put up fifteen points That's on the road to to be a Super Bowl contender. Right, location shouldn't matter at all. And for some reason, every time you just get out of Hinesville and it's a non-divisional game, man, we wind up losing. Philly, we wind up losing. Right. Miami, we wind up losing. Miami just ran the ball all all down the Pittsburgh Steelers' throat. You can't you can't win if you don't stop the run. You can't win if you don't stop the run. J.S. had probably one of his best. This this might have been his career, but I don't know if he's going to do this again. That's his career game. That's you know, game. so just to see them lose, um, I thought for sure. Pittsburgh was going to win this game just by looking at the personnel and what they got going on. But it would have put them tops of their division. We would have been talking about this team being the best or the second best team in the AFC. But now we're talking about the Buffalo Bills because winning 4-0 is hard. Yes, it's it's tough to win three in a row. So Pittsburgh, you know, right now they're just looking too inconsistent when they're not at home. We have a, a full screen of uh, the Steelers' bad losses, man. Oh, yeah? It's not good. Look at that. Can thing. we check it out? Look at that. Uh, you guys lost to the 0-3 Bucks in, wow. in 14. Wow. Lost to the 1-8 Jets. 1-8 Jets. 4-7 Saints. 4-10 Ravens. Now the 1-4 Dolphins. Ah, that is. Since 2014. That's it, you want to talk about some bad losses? Them some bad losses. Some things, you know, I, I think, again, um, and, and I, I feel like Pittsburgh is going to get better going right. down the road. I mean, that, that you always stumble sometimes early. But one of the great things about being a, being a great team is you treat the bad teams like they're bad. Right. And that's yep. something that in this league is tough to do because you have to get up every week, every week. And it's hard to get up for a team that's one and four, that you, you're watching on tape just make mistakes. But you got to remember, they're watching you on tape make plays. No question. And so they're getting up. So you got to match that energy week in and week out. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts, man, on oh. Sunday night. It was ugly. I mean, yeah. they were winning the whole game. Yeah. They were doing their thing. And then situational football came in, and literally they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't run the ball in four minutes. And and, and that four-minute offense. Now, you know, in training camp, especially in Pittsburgh, that's all Coach T talk about, four-minute offense. Man, when we get that lead – we going to run or we going to hold this ball for four minutes. We're going to walk least. out this stadium with a W. At least. If we got this lead with four minutes left. And the Colts couldn't do it. But that's when you rely solely on Andrew Luck. Yeah. That's when you want the man to throw 50 times a game. And that, and so, for me, you got Frank Gore who who breaks a, a, a three-year record of the Colts, right? Right. Three years, they haven't had a 100-yard rusher. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Right? How do you win games like that? Right? No, you don't. And, and so exactly. So what I'm saying is, when you need your running game the most, you can't run. How are you supposed to close out games in this league? This league isn't a passing league anymore. It's a defensive league. Right. And in order to win games, you have to be able to run the ball and get. I remember we were playing the Denver Broncos. I want to say 2008. It had to be. It was. Yeah, I think it was 2008. And we got the ball in the fourth quarter with nine minutes left. Yeah, eight o'clock. And 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 Jack Del Rio came to us and was like, "Listen, we will not give the ball back because our defense is hurting. They did. They just went down and scored on us. We will not give the ball back." All right. Well, he's like, "What play you want to run?" I was like, "Run power." He's like, "Every play, every play." <laughs> and they didn't get the ball back because we took the ball. We walked in the game with like nine minutes left. This ate all the clock out. It was. That's just what you have to do to win games in this league. If you can't, if you cannot run the ball. I don't care how good your quarterback is. You look at Tom Brady. They're running the ball with LeGarrette Blount. No question. You look at Aaron Rodgers. They're not running the ball. He's struggling. Matter of fact, they made a trade. Yeah. How's Davis? Now yeah, they need a running back. You need a running game in this league. No question. Regardless of how good you think your quarterback is, by the end of the day, him doing this and handing the ball off is going to help you and that team out. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Now, we have to thank Shaq. Uh, for allowing us to take over his show, appreciate you, Shay. And, and say bye to the audio listeners because now it's you know it's time for them to go. They got to get out of here. They got to get out. It's been a thin slice of heaven, man. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.